You've been on this journey for some time and in that process you've been looking for the best explanations, the best explanations to describe where it is that you're at. Where it is that you're at. Do you feel different? Are you doing things actually different than what you've done before? Where's the proof? Where's the evidence? Do you do you do you see yourself getting better at doing this this non-physical alignment this being tuned and tapped in and turned on do you feel yourself getting better at it or do you just feel like you're dragging a chain do you feel like you're getting better at it because you should feel like you're getting better at it you've been practicing it for some time and we would understand why you've just got you get used to certain things or doing things a certain way or talking in certain terms or believing about your lives in a certain way it becomes more commonplace than what it was last week and before you know it it's a gradual change it's a gradual shift it's implementing changes slowly but surely and there you are it, right amongst all of it experiencing it going well I don't really see it changing my life that much and it's not until you actually sit down and take stock of where you've been and where you've come from and what you used to be like because now when you sit down and talk to us you get it all brought out it all comes out in the open those little sticky personality out of wackiness show up on the radar those wacky components that you've learnt from being in the Crustillian Empire for so long you've learnt it and because you've learnt it, it's in ground. And because it's in ground, we get to talk about it with you. We get to talk about it with you because you're seeking for change. You're seeking, you're, t you're knocked on our door and you're asking for change. You're asking for ways how to do it differently. How to do it differently, how to be different, how to feel different, how to just do life better on your terms. You want to do life better on your terms, so you've come knocking on our door and you've been asking the questions. And we've been answering. And you've been listening. And you've been growing. That's a very simple equation. You need to accept that for yourselves to keep moving forward on your endeavours because and it'll, it'll be like you haven't really felt or seen any change at all so therefore you can get discouraged or you lose faith or belief in this in the process because you don't see enough change or it's not happening fast enough but it is happening it is happening you are evolving you are becoming more and it's not until people come into your lives that start looking at the way you're living your life and go well that's really different Fear isn't something that... Fear is learnt. Fear is learnt. And you know us well enough by now to understand that we don't work in fear. We don't hang in the fear cycle. 
we don't stand in the fear corner. We don't support the fearful approach towards life. We don't support it. Yet there you are in your world, on your planetary system, in your physicality, taking it all way too seriously and getting bent out of shape completely about the possible physical repercussions of behaving in such a way. Some people jump in the surf and swim from point to point without any qualms, concerns or worries at all. They're right out past the breakers all by themselves swimming in deep water and they do it every morning. And then just occasionally you hear a report of one of them getting chomped on and that may sway a couple of people but generally most of them just go about doing what they do and we support that we support people really enjoying their life we really support people getting on with it we really support people who have got over the fear hurdles because creating fear and stimulating fear and projecting fear is diminishing and it's hard for you to grasp that because you've spent most of your lives in and around fear. You've had parents who have been trying to tell you why you should be fearful. On one hand, Lauren's father was there to let her daughter freely on trains, backward and forth, walking in dark alleys, but as soon as she goes to get in the car, he hounded her over and over and over again because one particular parent had a fear about driving, not so much about the possible repercussions of being taken away through walking home one night all by yourself. So fear is unjustified mostly because fear is bent out of shape by the person exercising their right to keep, apparently keep someone safe. But all they're doing is demoralizing their ability to find their power to do life on their terms. But you'll sit there and then you'll argue with us till the cows come home that you must have some sort of sensibility in this, that you must have some sort of wisdom in this. You just can't go about jumping in the ocean, swimming from point to point if you know there's sharks in there. But that's just the point. What are you attracting? Because if you believe, you, you know David full well that he's not willing to jump into the ocean and go too deep. Why? Because he spent a lifetime thinking about it. He's generated a lot of law of attraction principles in negative ways to possibly replicate a shark attack, to draw one to him. As much as you try to avoid it, there you are bringing it to you. So how can you get rid of it? By creating less resistance around it by starting to see it in different ways, using different language around it instead of being bent out of shape. That don't you know, how can you stand going into the ocean? How Do you know if you do that, then you're going to be eaten alive? I only have to go into knee-deep water and I'm going to be eaten alive. But you're talking about a, a boy who was presented with Jaws 1 and 2 at the drive-in when a little mind was very innocent that knew, no, it knew not of fear. And then all of a sudden, that little mind got very quickly educated on how fearful fear can be. And then that little boy wasn't even able to have a bath. And that little boy wasn't able to even sit on a toilet. Because there was so much hysteric fear created that mind, that little innocent mind was so bent out of shape so quickly. And that's what happens. 
and that's what we're trying to explain to you about your process and about how you go about raising your own children because there you are on one foot supporting what we're saying about living a life without all the fears but there you are supporting it till the cows come home with your own children you're stimulating and creating fear because that's how you've been brought up to understand your life but you need to know that you've come on from the non-physical reality to physicalness with no fear attachments whatsoever. That's where animal life is so much freer than human life because animal life doesn't spend its whole life in fear. It, for most part, is in complete satisfaction of life. It's eating, it's in the wild, it's with its fellow creatures, it's having life on its terms, it doesn't have to go working hard, to live and enjoy life. They've got all the open planet, the open doors, the open bushlands, the open space, the open air to fully enjoy their life. Now sometimes when I watch safari shows there's hardly any water, they're all looking for a water hole and then a buffalo will enter the water and a croc will get it out of, or can't get up the bank. How do you explain that? They're not bent out of shape thinking about the crocodiles. They're not living their whole life in fears about it but they do need water. They do need water, so they go looking for water. It's just that there are the crocodiles sitting there waiting for their meal. And that's just the natural cycle of life. But you don't have the animals walking in day in, day out, year in, year out, month in, week in, day in, hour, minute by minute in fear. They spend 99.9% .9 of their life out of fear. It's watching a YouTube clip, you know, having having the buffalo's guts or hang out and to die so slowly, it's just heartbreaking from a human's point of view, from a clock bite. They don't get so bent out of shape as what you do because you're assuming that their animal's going through so much pain and mm. so awful and so mm. terrible. Mm. But nature is nature and life goes on. And as much as you weren't even aware of all that until you've watched the nature shows, you were just very happy to go down to your shopping malls and hang out and get fearful about all the little things that you could possibly get fearful about by being in the shopping centre. What if there's an earthquake? What if the roof falls down? What if someone is not going to treat me very nicely? What if I eat food that hasn't been prepared well at the bank? What if I... And it just goes on and on and on. You've spent 99% of your time shopping in fear. So who's the winner? Who's the winner? An animal that lives 99% of their life without fear and then at the rare or very odd occasion that one of them out of the thousands gets taken by a crocodilia or a crocodile that consumes them to keep the young going so that they may survive and you look at that one instance and you go, how could surely they should be entitled to live in fear for the rest of their life knowing that that could happen? Do you see what we're saying? All those wildebeests you want to go there, sit them all down and lecture to them why they can't afford to enjoy their lives too much because one in one million of them may actually have a chance by getting their heads torn off by a giant crocodile. And you want to convince them that they shouldn't really enjoy their lives. They should always be preparing for the one day that could possibly happen. Do you see how fear is crazy? And can you see how we cannot support fear. Because fear is unjustified. Fear is bent out of shape completely by people's superstitious, what they watch on television, what they have seen on YouTube, 
what they have felt or seen in other people's lives or in newspapers and all of a sudden you have to prepare for the one day that this may actually happen. Don't you want to spend 99.9% .9 of your lives just loving it? Being so satisfied in the sun and the breeze and the air? Don't you want to feel life just happening on your terms? Evolving beautifully like it does and everyone jumping for joy? Or are you going to sit there and dwell upon the things that may or may not happen and lose the passion of living right now? You feel the tug and pull of that because as soon as fear comes on your lives, you're very quickly ready to dissolve yourself into that whole experience of that fearful event possibly transpiring. And you'll sit there and dwell upon it and you'll sit there and feel it out and you'll sit there and at, the, and at all of that time, while all of that is going on for its minutes or hours or days or weeks or months, that is time that you'll never get back. You spend most of your lives being convinced by the repercussions of destructive forces that are seemingly completely out of your control. But move on. Move on. And leave all that small-mindedness behind. You are grand perspective seekers. You are looking to rise up on the wings of eagles. You are ready to soar. There's no requirement to overcome fear. There's just a requirement as with all life, to look at life through a grander set of eyes. With a grander perspective, fear dissolves. Perfect love drives out all fear. Perfect love. And the perfect love we're talking about is seeing your life through the grandest of visions, the grandest of perspectives. Embracing it all without the fear, looking well and truly far and beyond it and then you're able to be lovingly involved with every aspect of life. Let yourself evolve with this. Let yourself grow. Let yourself expand powerfully on your terms. And you rid your life of fear by doing the opposite. By not being fearful to believe in your best life ever. Mm -hmm.